0: Hey, tennis fans, you're listening to Matchpoint Canada, the official podcast of Tennis Canada. We're also members of the Tennis Channel Podcast Network. I'm Ben Lewis and very happy to have on the show for the first time Canadian tennis player Justin Boulet, who is uh, currently in the middle of uh, preseason, I guess. Is that right, Justin?
1: Yep, exactly. Two weeks in.
0: <laughs> Two weeks into preseason. Um, maybe, maybe describe that process? Because, uh, at least for journalists, this is like tennis off season, but you guys get right back to work.
1: Yeah. So basically, um, most players will have a preseason training, which usually consists of, uh, maybe four weeks. Um, so usually it's split up into two different sections. So like the first section will be more fitness based and the second section will be more, more tennis based. Okay.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Um, I, this has been a, a really good year for you, particularly in the fall, um, you know, winning a a huge title in Edmonton, getting a doubles title in in Calgary, maybe just talk about um, your development and, and your success of late, what's really sort of clicked for you on the court and, and how happy are you to see some, some big results to, to back it up?
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, like I did have a good, a good fall and I'm really happy about that. Um, I feel like the biggest thing that changed was uh my mindset. I feel like I've been working really hard to uh to stay mentally centered when I'm when I'm playing and uh just working on some techniques on court that uh have been seeming to work really well. Um yeah, so I had an uh, a really good time in Edmonton and Drummondville. I felt like my tennis was coming together. So um yeah, it was uh, it was a great fall.
0: That's that's awesome. And uh, you know, I just spoke with uh, liam draxel the previous week you guys are the same age um you know both taking the college route you still have uh, another year to finish up uh, at ohio what sort of um when when did you first start playing tennis did Did you come from an athletic background sort of what got you into it in the in the first place and was this sort of always always the plan
1: um yeah it's always been the plan i mean my mom and my dad are both uh heavily involved in tennis my mom used to be a professional tennis player herself and um she reached to number 26 in the world so uh definitely have some tennis genes there and uh my dad has been coaching tennis for uh for a very long time so it was pretty natural for for my sister and i to uh to get started in tennis and and where
0: did you um where did you train like in your early years i know you you were born actually in uh hilton head island but when did you guys first come to canada and and what was sort of uh your your resting place to to grow your game and and develop
1: Yeah. So when I was younger, we kind of moved everywhere. I mean, like, like you said, we started in Hilton Head Island. Uh, That's where I lived for the first 10 years of my life. And then we were just bouncing around in the States. And then we actually moved to Canada for the first time in like, I want to say 2013, something like that. Um, Lived there for a few months and then went back to the States, went back to Canada and in 2015 and we've been there since. So, um, yeah, my sister and I have been training with my parents at, uh, the Ontario Racquet Club in, in Mississauga. So, um, yeah we've been there since
0: that's uh that's awesome and if we speak a bit about your your college career, um obviously that's a, a really good path to go and and you're still wrapping up at Ohio State. Um, what was uh, the decision process like when when you knew you sort of wanted to um go to college and and what do you think uh the foundation is gonna be like for you uh, if you can transition from there to to the pro circuit?
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I think that the college route is a really good one to take, especially nowadays. Um, but yeah, how, how I got started at Ohio state was, uh, my sister actually came here a year before me and, um, like I've, I've seen the, uh, the facilities and all that. And I, I was kind of blown away. It was like super nice. And, um, the men's coach actually, Ty Tucker, he, he reached out to me and, uh, we started talking. So I, um, yeah, I mean like I just fell in love with the program. Like the more I talked to them, I came on a visit too and saw how they trained. And um yeah, I think it's a really, really good route for a lot of people out of high school to take now.
0: That's really cool. If we talk about your tennis itself, um, you know, for a lot of people who maybe haven't seen you play yet, uh, I, I feel like you have a bit of a throwback game and that you still have that you have a one handed backhand. Was that developed naturally did did your parents teach you a one-hander or did did it just feel com- more comfortable than than two how did that start
1: um well i actually started out as a two-hander but um i switched when i was maybe like maybe 12 years old um just because honestly i liked the way <laughs> that it looked and yeah. i enjoyed playing around with it and uh my dad said one day it's like if you really want it then uh do this drill using a one-hander and if you're able to do it then sure you can continue with it and Uh, I was super motivated to do it and I actually hit it pretty well. So then uh, I just stuck with it since.
0: That's cool. I feel like Dennis Shapovalov actually had a similar evolution with his one-hander. I know he said he started with the two-hander and then he started naturally just removing the other hand and it, it felt a little more explosive for him. Is that maybe somehow kind of the way it clicked for you in a way as well?
1: Um. A little bit. I feel like I've gotten very comfortable with it over the years, but uh, in the beginning, it was a little bit tough to use, just because, uh, like, when you're young, you have like no strength, you know. So it's pretty natural for a lot of people to start using a one-hander. Maybe I don't know, ten to thirteen, when they start getting a little bit stronger.
0: Right. That that makes sense. Uh, We talked uh, with Liam about uh, sort of his game style and kind of a competitive grinder. How do you view yourself uh, on the court? The way you like to play.
1: Um, I always feel like I play my best tennis when I'm getting to the net. So, um, I like to see myself as an all court player, like, uh, playing aggressive from the baseline, always trying to make my way forward and, uh, using my serve to, to open up, uh, some easier points for me. So I would, I would say, uh, all court player.
0: Nice. Now you still have more college tennis to, to come. If, if we look ahead to 2024, do you have any immediate goals that maybe you'd like to accomplish, uh, in your time with Ohio state?
1: Yeah, um obviously it's a big goal for a lot of the older guys at school to uh to win NCAAs. Um both the team and the uh the singles events. So those are probably my two biggest goals um here at Ohio State.
0: And with that, like balancing sort of, you know, college career, school. And then also wanting to sort of grow a, a pro career. How, how are you able to sort of manage those elements? And are you going to be mixing in like futures events and challengers? Like what will the calendar do you think look
1: like? Um, I am going to be able to go at some points to uh, to play some tournaments, I think. Um, as long as we don't have like a match scheduled. Um, but it definitely is a lot tougher to play, obviously, uh, pro tournaments when you're in school. Just because the schedule is pretty packed i mean you're playing almost every single week so uh yeah i mean i'll i'll do my best to try to find some some tournaments that i'm able to play but uh i don't know we'll see
0: if we flash back to that week uh in edmonton and that title maybe what what did you learn about yourself just just from that week winning at at that level um against some great great players
1: yeah well that was obviously a, a huge confidence booster for me because i was coming off of a pretty pretty rough summer um i felt like mentally i wasn't doing great like uh, on the tennis court and uh, i just felt like i just couldn't find a way to win matches so uh, i kind of reset a little bit um took a few weeks of no tournaments and then um yeah i came to edmonton and then i was working on some mental things and um yeah i just felt like it all kind of clicked there
0: we talk about learning experiences in tennis like we we've seen so many of the juniors and young canadian players get their first sort of experience at the national national bank open, whether it's through, through qualifying, even getting a main draw wild card. And, uh, you had that opportunity. I know this, this past summer, uh, facing Corantan Moutet. What did, what did you take from that? Just getting to play that big of a tournament and being on maybe that big of a court and that big of a stage really? Yeah. Um,
1: well, I learned that, uh, I had a lot of work to do. I feel like I didn't, um, handle it the best that I could have mentally. Um, I kind of got overwhelmed by the situation because I've never played in front of that many people. Um, It was super noisy and everything kind of hit me all at once when I was on court. So um, yeah, it was definitely a really, really good learning experience for me
0: no kidding uh we'll we'll finish with a fun segment i like to call rapid fire questions uh, to get to know you a a little bit better uh you can give me uh your your quickest answers if possible uh we'll we'll start with uh what's the first thing you're having in the morning after you get out of bed coffee coffee okay how do you take it
1: um i like the really like fancy ice like sweet drinks kind of so it doesn't really taste like coffee but uh (laughs) <laughs> Just, uh, you know it's it's nice to drink
0: <laughs> nice uh your favorite shot to hit on the tennis court tweener tweener okay yeah. okay so you have a good feel for that shot
1: i feel like i have a decent feel for it it's always satisfying when you're able to uh to pull it off nicely so
0: okay uh serve and volley or grind from the back of the court serve and volley okay good answer place you've like to visit most that you haven't been so far switzerland okay what is the dream tournament to attend us open what's the dream tournament to win us open (laughs) who's uh who's the player you'd love to face at some point in your career
1: um that's tough probably alcaraz i feel like he's kind of taking over like the big three So, uh, like he's the next generation of the big three. So that'd be really cool.
0: Uh, tennis idol growing up
1: split between Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal.
0: Okay. Uh, is, is Rafa the left-handed part and Roger the one-handed part?
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, good answer. Last question. Um, what's, what's the favorite post meal dinner to have?
1: probably a big steak and some mashed potatoes
0: nice okay well justin good luck with uh ohio state in this upcoming year and and good luck with your future tennis career i know we're going to keep an eye on it and uh you've had some great success of late so, so keep it going
1: thank you so much and thank you for having me on